Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz just blow out the Los Angeles Lakers and are the number one team in the West as we stand here right now after a demolishing of the LA shorthanded LA Lakers 139-116 in an offensive exhibition. Ron Boone will explain to us what's possibly going on in this wacky world and why if you projected the Jazz to be the number one team in the West on election day, you should actually go buy a lottery ticket right now because I'm not sure which odds were more crazy. It's all coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone for you on Postcast. Ron Boone, I'm not surprised they won tonight, I'll be honest. There have been some other nights where we've been surprised sitting here. This is not a big stunner that they won tonight. Uh, but 139 points in a seemingly unstoppable offensive performance was another eye-opening outing. David, um, you know, I was thinking about this today, and, and lots of times at the beginning of the year, you start looking at your team, uh, your defense ahead of your offense, your offense ahead of your defense. Um, Jazz defense is not that bad, but their offense is much better. Uh, and so with the way the league is going right now with offense being the, the premium, I, I think that's one of the reasons that the Jazz, are, they're, they're just ahead of a lot of the, these other teams in the NBA and doing it very well. Ron, you made the comment on our postgame show that the team fits together. What is it that has been dis- that is being put together here by Will Hardy? Will Hardy made an interesting <sighs> comment on the postgame and the uh, on the pregame sh- press conference today. Hey, we're trying to get to learn each other better. He, he ta- it was in reference to the fact that we ta- something we talked about a lot last night that they're playing Colin Sexton now with Mike Conley a great deal, and that has kind of opened up Colin Sexton to be his best player. What is Will Hardy learning about this team, and what is it about this where you make the comment these pieces are fitting together? Will is experimenting uh, and and getting away with it because the team. Uh, let's let's put it this way: the uh, I talk about this a lot, and and sometimes you wonder that does talent overshadow uh, a, a team that has. Uh, complimentary players that fit a system. And I don't know if Danny Ainge knew or had any thought or Will had any thought on on what players um, were going to play well together. But this team, I think, personally, I think they complement each other and they, they fit the system. I don't know if Danny Ainge expected this. When he put this team together, but the, this is something that has really happened to this team. We were just talking about this with Craig Bolajak during the during before we started the show, that you know they made two moves, and we talked about this with a little bit with Jake and Tim. They made two moves after trading Donovan and after trading Rudy that are really important moves. Like they fleeced the Lakers on Taylor Horton Tucker for Patrick Beverly. Like that's a fleece. Taylor yes. Horton Tucker is twenty one, and Patrick Beverly is thirty. Like. A kind of an interesting, yeah. fun, like Sports Center Stephen A. Smith piece, yeah. right. and then I love Boyan Bogdanovich, but you had to move Boyan Bogdanovich to be able to get Lowry Markin in time. Mm-hmm. You really couldn't play the two of them together. Kelly Olynyk is just fabulous, yeah. and and I've always loved Kelly Olynyk the player. But now that I watch him actually every night, I actually I'll be I'm gonna be really 100 percent transparent here. I've always loved Kelly Olynyk. And then I always wondered why I only played 16 minutes. And actually what I kind of decided was that Kelly Olenek was the player that you loved if you saw him twice a year. But if you had him 82, like his weaknesses would like wear you out and you don't like, 
It's the opposite, actually. He's actually the player, if you have 82, I think you really grow to admire and and like what he does. I mean, one of the key plays, I mean, there weren't key plays tonight. The Jazz th- killed these guys. But, you know, into the post, pass out, rotate, rotate, corner three, kind of the dagger. Like, those are starting with Olympic. Last night, all those key plays with with uh, late in the game, the Clippers with Conley is a two-man game with a Linux. Like, he just, when your big man can play on the outside and move it like he does and make good decisions and be that astute, it changes everything. So it just makes you wonder, has he been on teams that have, where he could show his talent and, and his value on a team uh, and not so much playing a limited amount of minutes and to the point where he's playing starter minutes and then his overall game shows exactly how important he is. Um, I, I love him, and, and I hope that, um, uh, you know, how many, well, let me ask you this question, how many other teams was he a starter on? You know, if, from he what wasn't. I remember, he was always been coming off the bench on, on various Right, teams. no, he really wasn't a starter very mm-hmm. often. He played for Boston, and let's go back, if you haven't heard this story, I was talking to Kelly in the locker room about this kind of his career progression and getting here, and we were in Houston, and if you don't recall, he played 25 games for Houston, and in those 25 games, the end of a kind of a COVID year, he averaged 19 points and eight rebounds, and he played 32 minutes, and he started all of them. And I said, and I think they, I'm going to guess they went two and 23. I don't know that for a fact, but they were somewhere. And I said, how was that? And I'm expecting him, having been in Boston and Miami, to say, oh, that sucked. And he says, oh, that was the greatest time in my basketball career. That opened up my joy to the game and brought me the love of all of, of being around the game again and allowed me to show all my skills. And then if you go back and look at his Detroit first 15 games, it's kind of the same guy, and then he gets injured and Detroit moves on. So we're getting the benefit of this Kelly Olynyk, who was such a good player at Gonzaga, who played for Boston for four years and Miami for four years as a role piece who had to fit into a role being kind of unleashed in Houston on a terrible team, and now he is so fabulous. That's exactly what I was pointing at, because now he gets those starter minutes uh, and he gets to play uh, his style, but th- those minutes are uh, very valuable to what the Jazz are doing out there on the floor. And, and you know, just speak about he's not, he's, a, he's not a complimentary player. He's a player that fits the system that makes, you know, just makes everything good out there on the floor. I, I, I love him, uh, and he's physical. I, and you can always count on him getting at least four fouls a ball game. He doesn't get pushed around. The key to this game is that Anthony Davis goes 9 of 12 in the first half and 2 of 6 in the second half, and that goes. And, Kai, we throw a shout-out to you in Finland tuning in. Kai Von Gne, who says, nice to watch the Jazz game from Finland. Markkinen will be an all-star player this year with a nice flame there. So welcome, hello to Finland. But I think Lowry Markkinen's offense forcing Anthony Davis to play defense, Alex Jensen said that to us in the pregame show, was the key component of this basketball game to me tonight, was that you made AD, wore him out. Whatever's going on with AD, it's crazy. He's 23 of his last 35 in first halves, averaging 19 points a game in the last three first halves. He's 4 of 12, averaging 4 points in second halves. Tonight it was because the Jazz went at him and made him play defense and wore him down. Yeah, and and just think about... uh market in the first half. The first quarter did not score. Spent so much time trying to defend and then concentrate on trying to defend uh, Anthony Davis and they will continue to work marketing on that left side of the floor Mark, and, and Anthony <clears throat> Davis was either going baseline, spinning, going to the middle of the floor and he was, he was scoring Anthony Davis ended up with what, 10 points here in that first quarter uh, and then the second half started and marketing started making Anthony Davis play defense and everything turned about. What a second half there for, 
for Markkinen that he ended up with, with 23 points, 10 for 15 shooting in 27 minutes. Our audience is big tonight, as it has been recently, and our chat room is awesome. I apologize, I can't find who said this earlier, but this was a great line. They want to know, what do we think, this is from Keith Anderson, what's crazier, Jordan Clarkson going on the Nash dribble with his head on the swivel, or the Jazz being number one in the West? <laughs> <laughs> Jordan Clarkson has expanded his game. And some of those uh, dribble drives that he's had, the hook passes, the, the, the passes, the scoop passes, like, like a football player or something, scooping a pass to a, to, a, to a running back in traffic between two defenders. I mean, he's expanded his game, or, or maybe he's been able to play this way all the time. We just, we just didn't know it. The other one I want to tip a hat to is Mike Conley. It's a back-to-back tonight. It's a tough turnaround. It's a three games and four nights. And Mike Conley is super competitive. And Will Hardy said it before the ball game. Mike wants to play, but we're going to trust him. And the Jazz were able to get through with Mike Conley playing just 24 minutes tonight. But he had 12 assists in 24 minutes, the second most he's ever had in a game as a member of the Utah Jazz. And he really is the fabric that is just holding this whole, or the string that's holding this whole fabric together right yeah, now. Yeah, you can, it's, it's so obvious, and, you know, everyone sees that. Uh, um, and again, late in a guy's career, uh, you get to the point where you, you know more than anybody out there on the floor. You've experienced everything. You've been able to score. You've had a number of points, and, and you've, you've done so many different things. Now you start to play a way where you're passing on some of your skills and some of your knowledge, you know, to some of your teammates. And in particular, and hopefully, uh, Colin Sexton learns a lot from me. Jazz are getting better. Like, the Jazz are a better team today than they were when we won in New Orleans. I'm pretty comfortable with that. Is that because they believe more? Is that because Will Hardy's beginning to figure each other out? Is that because they're figuring each other out? What's going on here? Yeah, like we said earlier, David, it, you, you, you get a jump start on the season, and your offense becomes uh, uh, ahead of a lot of other teams' offense because you – and, I, and, I, and again, I think accidentally Danny Ainge put a team together and didn't realize that these players were going to complement each other as well as they're doing right now. I mean, he was all about the draft picks. Sure, he wanted to have a team here that was going to be respectable out there on the floor. Uh, and the, and the, our fans could see that what they're trying to do, they're trying to build for the future and all this kind of stuff. But I think accidentally he put a team together that – the only, they didn't know it was going to the be only thing I'm going to say about the non-accidental part about it is I really don't think the Kelly Olynyk acquisition was accidental. I think wow. Kelly Olynyk, Kelly Olynyk was acquired because I think he's like, if we're going to develop players, yeah. we have to have that piece on this team because okay. otherwise they were starting Walker Kessler. Okay, let me explain or myself. Azabuke as a center at that point. So let I think me, that was very intentional. Let me explain myself building. because the what, what I mean is that. Um, these players play so well together. I mean, who knows what kind of system that Will Harding was going to, to use. And so now you got players out there that, man, they just look so good. And, and Will's probably ecstatic. I mean, he's probably so happy because he knows in his brain or in, in, in the knowledge that he has for the game what he would like to see out there on the floor. And he's seeing it now, so he has to be very, very excited. It's been very impressive. Special hello. A bunch of people from Finland, so big hello to everybody from Finland who's jumping on this one. All Did right. you tell him what Markland's line was tonight? It's pretty awesome. Yeah. 23 points. I thought he would look tired, too. Yeah. 23 points, 10 of 15 from the floor. He had three rebounds, two assists, and a block shot. He was plus 14. Yeah. All right. 
two stars tonight. <laughs> I told hard you this to was going to be hard, didn't I? <laughs> I mean, this was like a boat. This was not close tonight. We had one player ja- Jazz earlier. scored 76 in the first half. They led it 115 to 98 by the end of three. And then we called a G League game for the final six minutes tonight. We did not um, have a player that was minus. No. Oh, yeah, we did. Well, they, oh, they came in count. real late, yeah. though. That doesn't count. All right. I'm going to go. Here are my two stars tonight, and it doesn't really. Um, by the way, Andy, a few comments in the chat room. Just going to give you. Chat room's funny tonight. I'm going to give credit. Um, Andy says he wants me to start busting out some finished terms on the show. Okay. Um, so I'm up for that. Um, my, by the way, my dad's stepdad is like a super famous Finnish family. So I am like actually kind of like not really any Finnish at all. But, um, if you'd like me to, um, throw some Finnish, let the, email me. And then, um, Ron, I think you'll, well, somebody in the chat room said that he thinks I get too scatterbrained at times. <laughs> really? <laughs> Polar <laughs> times in with a really... Did we, you think this was like a... Hey, we, by the way... We knew that, didn't we, Craig? By the way... Somebody Re- else picked Revelations, up on it. <laughs> Revelations. Lockett Scatterbrain. The Lakers suck. The, uh, the Power Bowl is really high. And, like, both sides will complain the election was stolen tomorrow. Like, those that, that the death taxes and Lockett Scatterbrain. Like, we're guaranteed on all these things. Like, come on. Like, oh, gosh, I'm really glad to see. All right, here are my... Um, here are my two stars tonight, and I'm not sure that they're actually really for tonight. My two stars tonight are Mike Conley and Kelly Olenek, and they're really for the season. You can overrule me, Ron, and go with your two stars. You said for the season? Well, I just, like, like we beat Troy Brown, Wendon Gabriel, Anthony Davis, Austin Reeves, and Kendrick Nunn was the starting lineup tonight. I'm, like, kind of just giving out stars for some other reason. By the way, talk amongst yourselves while Ron thinks about this. What do the Lakers do about their franchise? <laughs> they don't have a pick till 2027, and I'm not sure they have core players anymore that are good enough to actually do anything in a trade market. I can't pick. What? You know, in, in, aside from looking at scoring, and Conley Mike Conley's definitely, 12 Conley's assists in 24. One. Come on. Yeah. 12 assists in 24. And 5 for 7 from the field. So yeah, right. Conley okay. for 1. Conley got a start tonight. So off the bench. And the Jazz bench Are you going THT? Totally Are you going Sexton? Awesome. You know, Sexton the came Jazz in. bench is averaging 43 points a ball game. Sexton's last five games, he came in averaging 18 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists. And... Um, so if I gave this to Tucker, strictly because he brought the crowd to the oh, feet, you know, oh. the dunk. Bowler, what are you calling that? You call it THT dunk or a TNT dunk? Like, what are you doing with that? Oh, that's not bad. Is that where you went? Oh, that's good. That's really good. Do you know the other night, by the way, on Malik Beasley's three, you and I were like word for word the exact same? Really? Really kind of scary, actually. <laughs> Yeah, that means so we've I'm going to give this to Tucker, or or, or we can actually hear each other and we actually say it. I'm giving <laughs> right. it to Tucker just right. simply because he brought the, the crowd to the Taylor and Horton Tucker. All right, yeah. a lot of inside fun. Hey, it's all s and giggles when you're nine and three and number one in the West. Have a great night. Talk to you soon. Finland. Wow. I actually think that's why our YouTube numbers are so big, Ron. Uh huh. We're, we're like in the Luka Doncic Slovenian like category of numbers. Hey, this worked great. 
Did you build this or did Jeremy? All right, I'm going to text you both and say thanks.